This is unethical. Dirty mouth radio. Dirty mouth radio. This is unethical. This is a. This is a. This is unethical. This is unethical. Dirty mouth radio. Dirty mouth. Dirty mouth. Dirty mouth radio. This is unethical. This is a. This is a. This is unethical. This is unethical. Dirty mouth radio. Dirty mouth radio. This is unethical. This is a. This is a. This is unethical. This is unethical. Dirty mouth radio. Dirty mouth radio. It's your boy, Comedic Energy, and this is Dirty Mouth Radio. Dirty Mouth Radio, produced by Live Entertainment. It's your girl, Golden. It's your day. Your boy, Crandall. Yep, yep, yep. So we out here, baby. What's popping? What's popping, people? Y'all still quarantining and shit. What y'all been up to? We in the millionth day of quarantine. <laughs> right. It's fine. I'm over it. Yeah, you ain't the only one. It's just getting really, really repetitive. Well, so with this, um, I guess I'll do a little quick comedic history segment, I guess, right? Is that what I'm supposed to be doing today? So. Go ahead and lighten the people. <laughs> <laughs> so I was always thinking about what I could do for this this particular segment and it took me a minute to come up with something so this is pretty much what I got I've been thinking about the whole COVID shit right I know Mm it's getting tiring talking about it but I was always thinking about what we have done as people throughout all these little viruses from smallpox to swine flu all of that stuff right so I started thinking about what I started thinking about the economy, right? But then I started thinking about black people when it came to the economy. A lot of these viruses that happen, all other well, I won't say all the races, but white races have always bounced back with the with the economy, right? But black people have always kind of been left behind. And we never like learn from what we need to do to level ourselves up better we always become like just kind of like victims of everything it's like damn we should have did this damn we should have did that right so Mm -hmm. i started looking up um rizza islam because i was like i'm sure he's talked about this or something so i found on his page um something that happened early this month they had an indigenous people's movement and they had uh, like a little town hall meeting it had like 12 different influential people all of indigenous descent so you know um, remember when the Indians were talking about the pipeline and they were fighting right so you had Mm -hmm. some leaders from those different tribes you had people from all over you had uh, a lady from Brazil who was on there you had Reverend uh, Yearwood he's based in New York Um, Nikki Sanchez she's based in Canada you had people from all over that were talking about the COVID and 
you had one lady, um, she was talking about how the COVID impacted Africa. And she said that, you know, the Africa has their own CDC and their CDC has been doing great things. And they only had a 0.05% infection rate. Right. So wow. I'm like, damn, they making things happen. Right. <laughs> so when, um, when each one was talking, they were talking about the different things that they were doing in their respective areas. So the lady from Brazil, they did something called Red April, where it was like a campaign to reach out to other indigenous people to talk about the COVID. So when they did that, they had such an overwhelming response. They ended up creating what they called a Freeland camp, which kind of was an assembly that gathered 4,000 indigenous leaders from different areas. And then from there, they it was just so much stuff that they did, pretty much. I, I'm going to just try to keep it brief. So the lady in Canada, she um, they created like a call to action. I mean, well, there was a call to action towards them to step on their um, because, you know, they have sacred areas. So the military stepped on their sacred areas and you already know that was a problem. So what they did, they um, they brought together 38 different indigenous groups and occupy one of the government buildings in Canada in protest. So in response to that, they actually created a settlement of different indigenous peoples. They, they kind of unified and created their own little settlement in Canada. So when I was listening wow. to this, I'm like, damn, they all doing things. But when it came to America, we were talking, and I'm not putting us you know, to shame or nothing like that. But we talked about the prison reform, which is influential. We talked about the prison reform. We talked about, um, what else did we talk about? The hip hop culture, the response mm-hmm. to it. Like we we're really doing things. So when I was listening to all this and it was great, it was like a three hour freaking conference. It was pretty good. But my thing is with, you know, what they did was, was influential. But where do we go after that? So the, the common theme throughout all of it was awareness. So everybody's aware of what's going on. You get what I'm saying? So what, and my question to y'all is, what do you think the next step is after awareness? Because they this came right when um, the whole, um, what's the guy's name in Georgia that got killed while jogging? Ahmad, yeah, that, that's when that first broke off. It was in the, in the midst of all that. So they were talking about with us being under COVID, we're still being assassinated. It's, it's just getting real. It's getting even worse for black and brown people. So my question to y'all is after the awareness is already spread about what we're going through from the COVID and still with the white supremacy and all this stuff being towards black people. What is the next step that we take? As and I'm black, glad you black said that because people. I wanted to bring up something today. I wanted to talk about, I, I was seeing bits and pieces of it that black and brown people are moving their money to black, black owned banks. Mm. And I think that will be the next step is to do something financially and monetarily to show White America, 
that we mean business mm-hmm. and you know that I, and that our money because they don't care about our lives our money matters mm. that's true yeah it's, that's it's the only language they understand yeah it's green right, right because they only gonna take care you know our money don't have no color but our skin color does so if we take our money mm-hmm. you know see you know that we not playing no more um like i've been doing stuff on social media where i'm trying to highlight you know different black owned business because if you take a look besides the major like um digital world people buying stuff besides like amazon or walmart stuff like that i've been seeing a lot for me my social media platform i've been seeing a lot of melanin people starting businesses and people supporting them that's what yeah, I've been seeing a lot of on my, yeah. on my timeline. So it's like, at the end of the day, because a lot of these, you know, white America businesses, you know, they're not open right now. So you can't really support them. So my thing is, we got to keep that going when it opened back up. Mm-hmm. Because honestly, the people that have just came out starting businesses or, you know, whatever, um, they are seeing an increase of items. I didn't see people do fruit juices to make the, you know, to press on nails. Now, like, we have become very innovative right now. Yeah. And, you know, money is not an issue for yeah. us right now. Yeah. So it's just like we need to circulate our dollars into our own community. We are the major spenders. We spend money. Mm-hmm. That has never been an issue for us. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Craig, what you got? I mean, they're right about all of that stuff, man. Like, I mean, I think I think more so now that um, a lot of people are showing support to these businesses because, like, we can <clears throat> we can see their relevance. You know what I'm saying? As it pertains to like right now, like Instagram is quick. Everybody can get on Instagram. You can post a picture. You know what I'm saying? Everything is so fast now. Where before, like everybody's time was so preoccupied with um, just mainstream stuff that I don't think that people just even really pay attention to like our own culture stuff. You know what I'm saying? Because it's easy. I agree. To- oh, yeah. Just go out and get some Adidas or some Nikes real quick. You know what I'm saying? Because that's all it's everywhere, you know? But like with the not being open and you like, damn, I don't wanna pay all this money for no Adidas online and stuff, you know, they selling these masks. She make masks around the corner, you know what I'm saying? Stuff like that. She make masks down the corner. People are really hopping on to that um entrepreneurial, like, you know, I guess do it do it yourself type of ideas and you know. So, I mean, that's cool, man. Um, I just wish that, I just want our people to take advantage of this uh, internet access that we have, you know, to the, to, the full of it, to the fullest of its, you know, capability right now. Mm-hmm. While, while all these businesses are kind of suffering and these stock markets are kind of going down and shit, you know what I'm saying? Because you can make money doing anything now. Like, I just uploaded, like, maybe 10 or 15 pics to a stock website um you know just you know for them to approve and you can make you know pat that's a way to make some passive income overnight while you ain't even working you know what i'm saying you get paid while you sleeping yeah you know it's people who are doing like uh you know of, of course um 
Instagram stuff, but then you got people who also like playing games. Like, if you like playing games all day, it's the perfect time to just sit on your ass all day making videos about games and getting paid for by companies. You know what I'm saying? Because them kids, they not going to school. You know, they want to watch that shit. I don't know what's the deal with little kids watching YouTube about people playing. No, my daughter does that all the time. I'm like, you not playing the game, but you watching other people play the game. Yeah, but like to me, in my head, I kind of think of it almost like a puppet show. Like when we was kids, we used to like puppet shows. So we would sit down and watch grown people play with puppets and shit. You know what I'm saying? So to me, it's like a more like a digital form of like a puppet show, you know? Mm-hmm. That's I don't know if they use it like that because my daughter be telling me she use it like to see what other people did so she can advance in the game. Yeah, I mean, I mean, you know, kids are smart as shit, so they all got their own little ways of thinking. But that's just how I see it. Like, mm-hmm. I see when kids used to play with Legos and shit, but now you got kids who can play with Legos and be like, "Oh shit, I ain't know I could build that." You know what I'm saying? Like little kids is coming up out here on on YouTube and stuff. So. Like, I think right now, as far as, like, the internet and this electronic stuff goes, I think, like, blacks, and we should be teaching our kids this, too, to take advantage, you know what I'm saying, of it right now while we ain't got shit else to do, you know? Yeah. What you got, though? Yeah, I, I I agree with everything as far as supporting black businesses and and I, I have to research more about the black-owned banks, like um like as far as uh the locations of a couple of them. And Charlotte, I I, I searched up a couple. I think One United Bank is like the largest, mm-hmm. and then there's uh, Mechanics and Farmers Bank and then there was First Legacy Federal. Now, that one, that's the credit union. I was looking into that one, but they, they were saying like a couple of years back, the CEO got in trouble for embezzlement. So I don't know. Are you serious? Yeah, I just got to keep doing my research and, and seeing what's, you know, mm-hmm. what's up, part of it. Mm-hmm. Craig, what are you doing? <laughs> I'm trying to plug my damn phone up. <laughs> God damn. I'm, I'm trying to... Y'all black ass. <laughs> I, 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 I was talking. I just got distracted. I'm like, what is he doing? Oh, yeah. I just knew one of y'all black people going to make it hot as shit. <laughs> don't know how to fucking hide nothing. Oh, snap. <laughs> Maybe if you weren't <laughs> laughing when you did it, nobody would have said anything. What the fuck <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, quarantine edition, guys. Oh, oh, Craig, you late. God damn. <laughs> 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 I thought this was a business meeting. Shit. <laughs> you late, Craig. God damn. So, yes, do your homework on the black uh, bank. Mm-hmm. It's time. Um, anything that we ever put on this podcast, guys, do your research. Do your research. Yeah, most definitely. And then the other side of that, what we talked about before, is holding them accountable too. Like you said, the the person uh, who was charged with embezzlement. Right. What money are you embezzling? You embezzling black dollars, or are you helping or hurting? You know what I'm saying? Right. So it's like it it goes both ways. We gotta hold them, the people that are in our community. We gotta hold them accountable as well, because they can easily flip flop on it. 
Okay, that brings me to a point of a video I shared today. Um, it was from a CEO of this, it's called Glam University, but <clears throat> basically the video was saying how our culture is the cancel culture, how we'll be wow. so quick to cancel someone. And, you know, like you just said, you know, we got to hold him accountable. He was, he was, you know, the whole embezzlement thing. He's taking money away. Yes, that is true indeed. But there have been banks, Wells Fargo, all of Wells Fargo, yeah. right. Yeah. Have taken money from us yeah. and we still go back. So right. our thing is, yeah. yes, That's hold true. them accountable. But at the same day, at the same time, you know, usually when it's a black business. And, you know, I've been guilty of that. So I'm not even... You know, gonna sit here and say I'm not, but I'm learning more as we grow because it's time for us to, you know, put our money back. But at the same time, let's not be so quick to cancel. Maybe coach him. Yeah. Maybe say, yeah. hey, this is something you could do better. Mm-hmm. But at least give them more than one chance because we give these other white America, we give them more chances than not, and we'll continue to go back. You know what, Sade? You right about that. And I'll be trying to figure out that, too. Like, why do we trust in the white man? So not not, not, not to have shot, shot, show any hate towards white people. Right, there's never no hate. But why are we so trusting of them? Like, they're not going to ever do us no wrong. Like, you know, and I was... Yeah. And, and that's what we've been talking. That's and that Willie Lynch, ain't it? Ain't that Willie yeah. Lynch? Yeah. I was thinking about that too when I saw that embezzlement and it did make me think about Wells Fargo and I'm like well damn I, Wells Fargo did do the same shit and I'm still banking with them but at the same time I think in our minds too we know that they're capable of doing that and we know that they do it mm-hmm. but it's almost like it's almost like you said we trust them more we trust them I don't know why, why. That's in our, it, it's in our head and that comes I think it comes back from slavery and all that. We don't trust. I think that goes back.